0: We'll go ahead and tell the story. I don't know if he listens to us, but he should. Ian, my brother-in-law, who I love, but Ian (laughs) decided that it would be a really good idea after we were all really drunk to, like, walk up to the bar we were all hanging out at and order us all tequila shots. And we all didn't want to, like be naysayers he was like pretty fresh to drinking he had never been yeah. to vegas before he was kind of green right, his first so we're like all right yeah i don't know cool Va- you know tequila shots that's terrible but that sounds like, like we'll a do great we'll idea. do one with you and then my friend robbie <laughs> proceeded to look the bartender right in the eyes she was a hot girl and uh he said i'll take one if she takes one and in about a half a second she goes nope absolutely not and he goes well i'll probably have one anyway (laughs) (laughs) and then we all took tequila shots and then ian went to bed immediately and we were all just wasted and almost got in a fight
1: after he spent probably four hundred dollars on those tequila shots (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah sorry about that guys i probably didn't pay for those.
1: man that guy robbie sounds pretty awesome Sounds pretty... i he didn't get more chicks. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm a, surprised he didn't you get... Seen
2: him on the, more. You should have seen him on the dance floor <laughs> 10 minutes after I'm that. just glad he had all those beefy guys around him to protect him.
1: <laughs> yeah, why do you think you guys are my friends? Yeah, <laughs>
2: dancing with other guys, dates on the dance floor. Trying to
1: waste. Un- unbeknownst to me. <laughs> in my defense.
2: It's the best. Doubt came in my mind As I'm sure it's coming to yours one
0: to about. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We are the Board Game Social Club here to talk to you today about Secret Hitler. We're excited to be back with you. These are my partners Robbie and Josh. Say hello, boys. Hey everybody.
2: Hello, boys. Welcome, welcome
1: to the show. Glad to be here. How about our guests? podcast <laughs> <laughs> the listening yeah. audience we don't have those yet
0: yeah we're not allowed to see anyone still
1: that's right what is this number 5 remote no 4
0: i think 4 100% for me 100%
1: yeah, all of them <laughs> well before we dive into our game description here today i want to invite everybody to take a look at our social media pages facebook instagram they're both at bgsc podcast We're going to get into this game description. Our good friend Rory, who I feel like I'm going to reference like a thousand times this episode because he had such good advice, all like 19 hours of it. And um, I'm going to reference it a lot because I'm going to be thinking about it every step of the way. But one of the things he referenced was to follow along on our Instagram page as we do the description. If you're not washing the dishes or driving your car, then uh, (laughs) following along with our Instagram page can be a pretty helpful little thing to make sense of
0: this game description
1: might even be kind of fun i don't know
0: yeah i think it's a good idea i think it's a good point you should follow right along i know i'm going to
2: (laughs) all right josh let
0: me cue
1: that music up for you here you go buddy
2: setting germany 1932 fighting within the government has led to fragile negotiations at the political table Liberals battle amongst themselves to protect against fascist spies trying to dramatically change the government. Hitler works in anonymity to vote in his policy and gain position in the government. Liberals must establish liberal policy and prevent the fascists from enacting theirs, or worse, electing Hitler as chancellor. AJ, why don't you hit me with some cold hard facts?
0: Absolutely, Josh. This game came out in 2016. I peaked at the Amazon cost, and right now you can get it on Prime for 35 bucks. Number of players is 5 to 10, which is kind of unique. The time to play this game averages about 45 minutes. That's what it says on the box, and I find that to be pretty accurate as well. You need to be about 17 years or older to play this game. I also think that's a pretty good idea. And the game type, I read a couple of different things, and... The thing that I settled on that I think best describes it is a social deception and deduction game. So I'll start off with the game boards that go along with this
1: game. There are two types of game board. There are three boards in total. On one side of each board is a place to keep track of fascist progress, and on the other side is a place to keep track of liberal progress. During a given game, you only use one of each type of board. The liberal boards are all identical, so it doesn't matter which one you use, while the fascist boards are different depending on how many players. Are in the game, AJ. Let's let's hear about some of those accessories that aren't the board itself. Jo- Josh, yeah, um, Josh. If, you, if Josh. you don't mind,
0: I'll direct your attention to my friend, uh, my friend Josh. Uh, <clears throat> all right.
2: <coughs> Hold on <sorry>. a <laughs> second.
0: I was gonna I just, forgot, forgot the color. I was gonna just catch that pass
2: and throw it right back. <laughs> so there are quite a few decks of cards in this. So one of those is going to be the party membership cards. And those are secret cards that denote whether you're a liberal or a fascist. In addition to membership cards, every player also receives a secret roll card. Essentially useless, unless you're Hitler. The other secret roles just match your party membership. How neat.
0: Some of the other cards in the game are the Ja and the Nein cards, or Yes and No in German. In Secret Hitler, you're going to need to cast your vote to elect your fellow players into power. To do this, every player is given one "ya" yeah or yes card and one nine or no card. These cards are green and say ballot on the back side and are either black or white depending on the yes or the no vote on the front side. And then there are two placards in this game. These placards are about eight inches long and are wooden with the words president or chancellor on them. And these just help players keep track of the current president and chancellor in the game. So
1: there are 17 policy cards. 11 11 of those cards are fascist policies and six are liberal policies. We'll get into the details of what they do and how to use them in a little bit. But on the cards themselves, they say either fascist in orange writing or liberal in blue writing. Unlike what I originally thought when I was reading this game, these policy cards do not represent a specific policy. Rather, they are general cards that represent the fact that a fascist or liberal policy has been enacted in the game. So now I'm going to dive into the layout of the playing space a little bit. The layout of the playing space is very simple, as most of the game play happens out loud, while the boards simply keep track of progress. The two boards are placed next to each other. On one end of the liberal board, you place the shuffled policy draw pile, and on the other end, you place the discard pile. Everyone holds on to an envelope that contains their secret identity and membership card. Each player also holds on to their ya ja and NINE cards, which do not need to be kept secret. Whoever is randomly selected to be president first takes the president and chancellor placard, and the game is ready to begin. Josh, let's dive into the mechanics of the game a little bit. Tell us about a round in Secret Hitler.
2: Yeah, the rounds are actually very simple. So to begin with, the president selects a chancellor. Then, as a group, you vote on the incumbent administration. If there's a tie, the vote loses. If they win, that administration gets to enact the policy. If they lose, you pass the president and start over.
0: Let's start off by talking about how you receive your secret identity. At the start of each game, one of each role, a liberal, a fascist, or specifically Hitler is placed into a secret envelope along with the corresponding party membership card. The number of envelopes that you create is determined by the number of players in the game. There is always going to be one Hitler, and then the rest is divided up, and there's always going to be a majority of liberals to fascists. And there's a table in the rules to help you determine the exact number of each role and and how to do that part. So one of the most
1: important mechanics of the game is the selection of the chancellor by the current president and voting on that particular pairing. The president role gets passed around the circle in a clockwise manner so that everyone has a chance to be president. The president then chooses a person to nominate as chancellor, which can be anyone as long as they didn't get elected for the previous administration. Once the chancellor has been nominated, people can start debating on whether the group should or should not elect the administration. This can go on as long or as little as the group wants. As soon as everyone is ready to vote, at the (coughs) same time each person reveals either their ya card for yes or their nine card for no. If an administration fails to be elected three times in a row, The top policy card is drawn and immediately enacted, regardless of whether it is liberal or fascist.
2: Enacting a policy is one of the most important mechanics of the game. One might even say more important than the actual election of the chancellor or president, or perhaps just as important. It's worth a debate at least. Anyway, after the voting is done and providing the president and chancellor are elected to office, then they get to enact a policy. When enacting a policy, the president is presented with three cards from the top of the policy deck. The president then chooses two of these policies to present to the chancellor. The chancellor then chooses which of these policies to enact, leading to a large amount of debate and discussion, which is a big part of this. AJ, why don't you talk about it?
0: The bread and butter of this game, in my opinion, is in the table talk and the general discussion around the table. It's a good idea for all players to act as though they are liberals so as to keep the trust of the group and potentially get voted into office therefore it's important to figure out who the fascist party is as early as possible and the best way to do this is for the liberals to ask questions and sometimes come right out and accuse different players of being fascist to try to fluster the hidden fascists and to force them into a mistake fascists will need to constantly lie about their party and try to convince the group that they are loyal liberals all the while trying to secretly enact fascist policies. It's worth noting here that even though the liberals outnumber the fascists in the game, the fascists get to know who each other are at the beginning of the game, and they get to know who Hitler is. So they do have a leg up in that, in that way. All of that said, it's truly a game where the fascist deception is up against the liberals' deduction ability, and usually the winner of this battle wins the game.
1: Throughout the game, certain presidential abilities become available to the acting president. These abilities may be triggered when a fascist policy is enacted, depending on where you are in fascist progress. If a presidential ability is available, it shows up on the fascist board in the space that will be covered by the fascist policy. If you cover up an ability, the current president gets to immediately use the power. These can be critical powers, and they include the following investigate loyalty, where the president gets to investigate another player by having that player secretly reveal their membership card, but not their secret identity. This is powerful because information is power in this game, and there's not a lot of it to go around. Then there's execution. Uh, The president gets to assassinate another player by saying the phrase, I formally execute Josh. In this case, the assassinated player would be Josh, and they only reveal if they are Hitler or not, and then they remain silent for the rest of the game. Then there's policy peak, where the president looks at the top three policy cards and then returns them to the top of the deck without changing the order. Finally, there is calling a special election, where the current president gets to select the next immediate president. After that president has their turn, then rotation goes back to where, uh, where it left off. Uh, finally, there's kind of a special power that comes along towards the end of the game called the veto power. Once five fascist policies have been enacted, the president and chancellor gain access to a veto power. The president selects one policy to discard as usual and passes the remaining two to the chancellor. If the chancellor does not like their either option, he or she says, "I wish to veto this agenda." The president then has the choice to agree or disagree. If they disagree, then the chancellor must select one of the policies to enact. If the president agrees, however, then the two policies are discarded and the round is over. This can serve as a hail mary for either side when the game is coming down to it and is on the line.
2: There are two ways for the fascists to win the game. One way is having six fascist policies enacted. The other, after three of said fascist policies have been enacted, if Hitler is voted in as chancellor, then the fascists win.
0: Also two ways the liberals can win, either enact five liberal policies, or if the fascists have enacted at least four policies, the president can assassinate Hitler.
2: Yay! Kill him! Kill Hitler! Nailed it! Nailed it! <laughs> I don't know if it was nailed, but we securely fastened it.
0: It—it's uh, <laughs> the fastest we've ever done it. I think it's not going anywhere.
1: I mean, <laughs> no, it was good. Courtney calls us a boring talk radio or he calls podcasts boring podcasts.
2: talk Because I she like I can't remember exactly how she phrases it, but listening to like my fake friends talk when I'm look oh. oh listening to these guys talk again, my favorite <laughs> <laughs> Dan yeah. Patrick show. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like to listen to sports talk radio. Like it's soothing. Podcasts are soothing.
0: I always, I like come home and I'll tell Adina, like, I'll tell her something I heard or something I like read about or found out about or listened to. And she'll be like, did the sports radio guys tell you that? And it's very (laughs) condescending and rude, but like 90% of the time I'm like, yeah, yep. (laughs) One of them them has a wife who's a teacher, so they hear about teacher (laughs) shit.
1: (laughs) Almost every random fact I've pulled out in the last two or three years has been from stuff you should know yeah for
2: sure i threw out a couple of random facts i heard on a cult podcast recently it was cold cold podcast <laughs> i thought you said
0: cold well like oh, i was like the weather channel podcast Colt. Colt. cold cold podcast you probably have a cult following <laughs> 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 <coughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe it's, it's on. might be yep. a little bit of time to get into the main body 30 to 45 minutes
2: or so. I thought we were in the good old fashioned universal game specific topics.
0: Well yeah, but we haven't got into a topic yet. Topic 1. Um hang on, I was going to see how many listeners we had. Oh, Robbie stop stroking your this, ego. Oh hey, we got a social roaring down the tracks here guys. Social.
2: Oh, woo woo oh, woo. woo.
0: Social we gotta wait till it's closer. You can't hear it. It's pretty close. I can hear it. It will get It's next to you. It'll get louder here and right Right about now is the loudest
2: right listeners at this time if you have your beverage handy go ahead and throw that back on your lips and take a social with us Social Social.
0: (laughs) You should cut that and just add it back in every single time. Robbie. Every
2: time we do a social (laughs) (laughs) And a fake train horn I don't think we need a fake one. <laughs> no, just, yeah, this is the real. Is one. True.
0: Yeah, I live in a great, great part of town. Right on, right on the other side of the tracks. Wrong side the of the good tracks. Good side though.
2: Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's mean, the bad side. Is it the wrong
0: side. I mean, if I go right to the other side, it's like downtown and beautiful, and there's parks and shit. It's true. Hey, Robbie. Hey, Josh. Big Rob. How's it going?
2: What's your favorite part about this game? Which game? Secret Hitler. Oh, the I game we've game been gushing we about for the last 30 or 35 minutes 30 to 45 minutes <laughs>
1: <laughs> um that's a great question josh i'm i'm surprised that you asked it i didn't know that was coming
0: <laughs> yeah um it's almost like we didn't plan it
2: what a weird thing to say <laughs> This yeah.
1: venture. um my favorite part of the game is definitely the sort of trying to figure out the motivation from everybody like the motive of why everybody's doing what they're doing and i've played i think 10 rounds at this point and i can say that 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 favorite part has has sort of taken a turn for me but at the very beginning it was like trying to figure out why would somebody say this like what are the reasons someone would have to lie and or tell the truth and trying to figure out if it's plausible for someone to be lying in a situation or if it's If you can really guarantee that they're telling the truth or that they're lying, you know, I think that's a really fun aspect of the game. For example, the other night when we were playing with Rory and he called Tyler out for being a fascist when he saw his card, it was really fun to (laughs) think about the motive behind that. Like, why would he ever say that if he wasn't a liberal? And the conclusion is he would say that if he wanted you to think he was a liberal, you know, and so... You can really like come to both conclusions at any given time, and that's that's just like a mind fuck. It's kind of fun,
2: right? Which was really fun with that specific answer because of Tyler's reaction, right? And saying, you know, why but, would you say that? Yeah, why, why wouldn't you? Why, why wouldn't would you, you lie about that? Why would you say that? Which then had you know, yeah, it took later it to Ron, on. A different spot. Yeah, we then looked into that. Like, okay, well, that's kind of the only way he could have reacted is not really fight it, not fight and. You know, hide the fact he was a fascist, but right. he just kind of had to take it and just sit there quietly while we talk shit about him, right? <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah, it definitely. Don't, felt don't ever let that guy do for anything Tyler in that game. It's just the worst.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was fun. I mean, Rory eventually ended up having me fooled for sure. Well, I mean, he um, won, so yeah, he did <laughs> yeah, win. It definitely he fooled the majority of us, apparently. Yeah, the majority for sure, but. I think that's just a really fun thing to just sit and debate with everybody. Of like, but why would he say that? You know, Definitely. and they're sitting right there. It's not like a secret conversation you're having with somebody. You're, I'm like talking about Rory, who in theory is sitting right there, even though he was it was digital. Yeah. You know, and Jeremy is on the other side of the table, going like, No, he could, he would say that if he was Hitler. And you're like, But he would also say that if he was a liberal. You know, so. Right. You you can get into some fun little debates about
0: that. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. That's a good favorite. AJ, what's yours? Um, I think my favorite part of playing the game is trying to, like, hone my <laughs> – I'm going to use the word strategy at the risk of being <laughs> made fun of by you guys. <laughs> um, to try to, like, you, hone my, my, like, character that I play. Like, try to hone in on making the the act that you put on the same no matter who you are no matter what role you are. And I think it's hard to do. I think if being a liberal a couple times in a row and just getting the feel for like how you should act and then all of a sudden you're a fascist and you have to sort of just like hone in on how was I acting as a liberal? Because not only do I want to act as a liberal, but I don't want to change the way that I'm acting now. There's been so many games I've played where I felt like I had a really good beat on somebody who was a fascist because like, they were super chatty for three games and then all of a sudden they just shut up and they just like, all of a sudden they're not saying anything and it's just really weird. And maybe that's not a huge tell. Maybe, maybe they're smart enough to be fucking with me. It's totally possible, but I like take pride in trying to be the same every time. And it's really fun to sort of do that and try to like, try your hardest to like, be good at that.
2: And like in this game, do you find yourself pulling from that musical theater degree to really hone yeah. in on that character.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean this is yeah, it's not my first rodeo. That's
2: why you're so good you at know, this You know, Hitler's game. not, That's not why my kept first pushing us. It's not the first role I've played, if we're <laughs> right. honest. So he was Charlie Chaplin once. And <laughs> yeah. didn't wear the hat and began yep. Hitler. <laughs> yeah, <I> exactly. <see>. Same <laughs> costume. It's pretty cool. Dual yeah,
0: roles. Totally. And then the next weekend I was, you know, I played the Beast and I growled. <laughs> I saw that. It's a full range of characters. I I know you, how you to do. You do. have a wide range. Yeah,
1: it's true. I mean, I can tell you're tapping into that. You know, when you get all psyched up before you like leave the room, you come back and then you're a liberal every time. It's, true. it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no I just have what. to go to
0: the bathroom and like shake it out. Like look at myself in the mirror for five seconds and <laughs> slap my myself.
1: Shake. You are a liberal. Give yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, call back to episode. Boom. Uh, <laughs>
0: God, I thought that would make an appearance every episode. We haven't done it in a while.
2: Good job, Josh.
0: <laughs> Josh, what's your favorite?
2: Let me tell you. I definitely think like all those aspects are super fun, but I think my favorite part of it is that that mind-fucking kind of thing. Like, mm. I definitely like to be the one to try to catch somebody off guard, like asking Rory, like, well, did his card start with an F? <laughs> He's, yeah. And so, like, kind of asking <laughs> those weird questions where – it's hard to think of a lie that quick to try to right. catch him off guard. Right. right. Okay, yeah. So like like saying like, Rory, are card, you a fascist? He's or? like,
0: no, but if you ask him a weird question, like maybe he doesn't have an answer ready to go.
2: Right. Something that, that your natural instinct is to reply. And your first response hopefully is the truth, like to a weird question where you're like, yeah, but did it start with an F's or whatever? Right.
1: Um, or like, I know you were joking with this other question of like, so you like to like throw people off too, I noticed. Where you get two liberal cards as the chancellor and you discard a liberal and you have to play a liberal and you right. you always like to point out that you discarded a liberal.
2: <laughs> so, so you got rid of a liberal. Wait, so Is you got rid saying? of a liberal. Let the record show. Hmm. <laughs> Keep it in mind everybody. This guy's getting yeah. rid of liberal cards.
1: Pretty funny. I mean that's that's all those things like playing to how everybody views everybody else, Definitely. you know. It's crazy.
2: Definitely thought it was fun. Like, I really enjoy that there's no, like, rules on what you can say or stipulations on, oh, no, no, you can't ask him, you can't say that, you can't... Like, I really like that. I like saying, oh, well, I'm going to ask you every time, are you a fascist? Tell me. You can tell me. It's okay. I think that's definitely my favorite. It's, I mean, you can't really get too deep into much. That's. It's pretty... It's kind of all above table, which could definitely get into... I mean, do you think this is a game that, that really strategy is a deciding factor? What, what do you think the strategy of this game really boils down to? Is this, is this a strategy game? Can I go first? Yeah, you Absolutely.
0: should.
1: Mostly because I'm going to steal AJ's answer. but Doubt it. Um, well, I mean steal your answer from earlier. Oh. Because I think the strategy comes in from, from like, how... Where, like, it's mostly strategy around how you're going to portray your person to make everybody believe you, whether it's a lie, whether you want them to believe your lie or believe the truth. Because I think it's equally as difficult in this game to make someone believe you're a liberal as it is to make them believe like and be and be a liberal, be a liberal. like be a liberal yeah. and make them believe it and be Hitler and make them believe you're a liberal. I think they're both equally as difficult. I
2: almost you can, think it's harder like, to get into that. It's almost harder to be a liberal. Like a, you're so suspicious yeah. trying to defend yourself on stuff. Yeah. As soon so, as
0: you yeah. like get that first choice and you get handed two fascist cards, like at that, from that moment, everyone thinks like they'll just remember like you're the one who passed a fascist policy.
1: Right. Right. So I think the strategy, the strategy that I think is kind of interesting is how to make people believe that you're th- make people believe you. That's where the strategy is. And, and I think overall, I don't think there's any realistic argument for not acting like a liberal at all moments of the game. <clears throat> yeah, I agree Rory with tried that. <laughs> to make one the other night when we played with him, but there is no there's no logical reason anyone should ever not want to just straight up be liberal, right? I Unless mean, you just do you guys agree. I completely think so.
2: don't understand. Right? Because if <clears throat> if this game is, I guess, um, incorrectly described to you as a game of deception, and you say. To someone you just don't want them to know who you are and you don't say you want everybody Mm. to think you're a liberal right there's a lot of difference there right that you think okay well I'm supposed to hide who I am so I'm maybe I'm going to act a little fascist right now or you know
0: totally I don't want
2: them to think I'm a liberal that's yeah the object of the game I was told I I wasn't supposed to let them know what I was and I was like well okay good point it is a secret identity but the whole point is like liberals are the good guys and you're trying to support the good guys so if you're a good guy you really just want to tell the truth at all times because you're a good guy right (laughs) like that's the whole point of the game is to do the good actions so yeah exactly So it's, yeah, so I it think is. I
1: think the strategy, the, the overlying strategy is be a liberal right. and convince everyone that you're a liberal.
2: Be a liberal, yeah, in your actions, lie. And that's a kind of a fun part of the strategy that I found is the fascist side of the strategy. And I think the coolest part about that is knowing the other fascists. And if you have another fascist who's, like, super good. So, like, the other day, Adina, we were both fascists, and I think santana might have been hitler or something and we both had it and i'm pretty sure the cards were like two liberals and a fascist but we were both fascist. and so i threw away a liberal she threw away a liberal but when we you know they go down and they usually ask well what'd you have i'm like well they were all three fascists and you know a good another good fascist will know that that's a, just a great strategy to go that they were all fascists that's all i had right Right. You never say, well, I gave them a 50-50. Right, you can't. But sometimes like a fascist will try to cover their tracks by acting like a liberal. Like, oh, I gave them a 50-50. I'm like, well, yeah, but you just... Right, (laughs) yeah, true. No, you're a liar. You gave me two fascists. Yeah. And so then you kind of start playing against your own friends to save your tail, but I I what's
1: your AJ, what's your answer strategy-wise? I mean,
0: a couple things I think about, I think you both have like... Hit on some pretty key points. I, I think of a, a couple things that are maybe off the beaten path is how much do you talk, just in general. I feel like one of the things I try to do is be one of the more vocal players, just talking all the time, and I try to keep that consistent with whether I'm Hitler. I try to like talk as a liberal, like, hey guys, like, what, should, you know, like, let's not vote this crew in, or like, what do we all think, like, you know, be the people asking questions and. I feel really? like it sort of, like, works in your favor to gain the trust of people if you're just one of the people who talks a lot. And I think Jeremy does that sometimes, too. But he gets in trouble because I think he has a way of, like, getting really quiet when he's a fascist or Hitler. So, I think it goes kind <laughs> of... And kinda, sometimes a liberal.
2: I was, yeah. I was just going to say, like, with him, like, for me, every time he would talk, it would just, like, drove... That he was so suspicious. Like, why the fuck would you say that? He really why was. Would, why he would really you was. say something yeah. like, "I definitely don't believe you're a liberal right now"? Right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like kind of weird because I shit that, to say for no reason. That whole
0: round, it, that everyone was kind of like saying that. He ended up being a liberal, and it was kind of yeah. just like you. Then you think, like, it just well, made me
2: so curious. That's
0: really weird. So, as far as strategy goes, like Jeremy's strategy in that game, like interesting to think about. Just like the amount you talk or what you choose to say when you choose to say it. You know, if you just go off the basis that, like, yeah, you should act liberal all the time. Well, there's, like, a few different ways to do that. And one of the things I thought of is, like, what if you were just completely silent all the time? Be like, I'm a liberal and I'm going to vote liberal, but, like, I don't need to say – I'm not, I'm not going to, like, say anything. And you don't need to, like, answer questions. You don't need to talk. Right. You could just be completely quiet. Um, and it's hard for people to get a read on you. So it does Ooh. two things. It's hard to, like, trust you, but it's also you're not going to, like, shoot yourself in the foot. Where they're gonna like not trust you either. I
1: don't Ken know. is kind of like that. Yeah, he, he kind of like plays pretty quietly. Quiet, and was, it, it works pretty well. But he answers questions still. But right. it's the, just like he doesn't he doesn't participate in a lot of like the banter at, at other times. Right, I mean, that's it's, what I was
2: gonna say. Is I was wondering. I don't know that I've uh, actually come up to somebody who didn't ask answer a question. Like we always say, well, you can ask anything you want, but and and we say you can lie. Well, we never say, well, you don't have to answer or right. like, nobody's ever said like, well, I'm not, no, I'm not going to answer. Well, because I'm it's, it's I'm immediately going. suspicious. It's like all the liberals suspicious. want to
0: know something. If you're not a liberal, like if you're a super. liberal, why wouldn't you just answer?
2: Why wouldn't you just answer it? But yeah. again,
1: and see that right there is the question that is like so fun to answer. That goes back to my favorite part, because I think you could probably create a scenario where like we were, we were wondering if there was a scenario where you ever wouldn't like vote for yourself as chancellor, you know? And, and what would be a strategy? Why? Why oh, I would did? Be the I did. I voted. I myself voted down now.
2: as chancellor. I didn't believe in and the president. <laughs> because <laughs> you don't believe the president, right? right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I like. I got like late game, and I like. I was pretty convinced that the person who was president was a fascist. And if they have a choice between two fascists and a liberal, then I'm fucked. Like, right? You're gonna... you're,
2: you're getting two fascists. Yeah, I would vote. Like, that That's down. why. Yep, that's my exact same thought process, is I, I don't get to control what they give me. I just get to control what I output. Exactly. And that, that little bit of lack of control is just plenty for me to be like, no, I'm good with passing on that opportunity to, yeah, go on to get else. fucked over by enacting a fascist policy that I didn't necessarily. Right. I wasn't consulted when those rules were passed, and so I just don't <laughs> necessarily agree with them.
1: Well, now imagine a situation where you're the fascist and you vote no for for being the chancellor on the principle that you're going to try to convince everybody else that you're a liberal. So there's another motivation behind not voting true. for yourself as chancellor. True.
2: I don't want to be chancellor because I'm Hitler, and I don't want you guys to know it yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm just going right. to
1: wait.
0: <clears throat> or even if you're just a fascist. You right. Know? That's true. You, you're saying, like, if you're a fascist, then— you- I- if a fascist policy comes up, you don't want to be the one who looks like you enabled enable the fascist policy.
1: Well, and more than that, everybody gets to see that like you were voted in as chancellor. They get to see your nine card and they see that you did not vote for yourself as chancellor. Like that means something. If you don't like everybody else has just right. a vote, but for the president and the chancellor, like it kind of means it means something when you vote. No, right. That
2: that would maybe set you up too. Cause if you voted no for yourself and you guys still get elected, and then you pass a fascist one, you can just say, even if the, because you know who the fascists are, you could say, well, he gave me two fascists. What do you want me to do? And they're like, no, I gave you one of each. And you're like, no, you, see, this is a fascist technique right here. He's pushing you against me. I told you I didn't want this guy in.
1: Or even if he does pass you two fascists, you get to say, I mean, maybe he he discarded a liberal. You know? This is why I didn't want him president, because (laughs) I knew I was going to get two fascists from him. Or her, yeah. So let's go down another path. Is there any situation that you would be the president and vote nine? <laughs> Absolutely, for your chancellor. If
0: you're a chancellor
2: and you, well, okay, hang you pi- on. it's you the same pit- exact thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: True. All right, you picked though. If you're the president, no, I say no. To
2: I, I, sometimes I I pick a chancellor and I read their reaction. How excited? Do I see a gleam like Hitler's little? <laughs> BD killers, baby eyes, little be- beady eyes turn black his little his, tiny his mustache mustache fl- flares out, flinches yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. no i it think it's a full mustache I
2: think like dolls I seriously guess. i think no
1: <laughs> yeah i think no also no, I guess unless you just, a just a good, don't know how to play the game
0: i guess that's because otherwise why yeah why would you don't like if you're that to answer. the point where you're confident enough to vote no then you, why would you ever have chosen that chance it the was first an question.
2: oversight aj
0: Wait, what about in a five-player game where you're president and you, – so you can't choose two of the people. So then you have
2: – It does come to a, a weird point.
0: Then you have, have only that. have two to choose from. And what if you're pretty
2: convinced that those two are Hitler and, and Hitler. a
0: fascist and you can just be like, well, I have to choose one and now I'm going to vote him down?
2: I'm pretty sure it has something to do with the rotation. It always leaves you two options. I, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, sh- it will leave you too. But what if you? Th- what if you and if your you strategy? Like your two? You don't like either of them.
1: That makes sense. That's true. That's that. That I think that's that is a scenario <clears throat> where I think as president you might vote
2: right.
0: <laughs> ha found it.
2: Nailed it. Attaboy. Good Job. That's low hanging fruit. See, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I had to climb the shit out of that tree. <laughs> that's
2: that's high hanging fruit. I meant.
1: <laughs> See, that's why that right there is my favorite part. Just there's some deduction going on, but. Right. The simultaneously, my least favorite part is going back to that favorite, least favorite thing is no matter how good your strategy is for finding out things about other people, you can never, unless you see their membership card, there's a couple of times where you can guarantee something about somebody. But for the most part, there's always a, they would do this. They would act like that if they're a liberal and they would act like that if they're Hitler. Uh, Almost every single time. And so your conclusion for every scenario is, I don't know, they could be one, they could be either one.
0: Yeah, I think you just like later in the game it comes down to like adding up a lot of things. One of the players can swear up and down that they've gotten screwed over, but th- you know, three different times they were in, you know, they were either president or chancellor where they enacted a fascist <laughs> card, and so you're like, all right, well the evidence is starting to stack up, so I feel pretty good about. You know, like, uh, yeah. is it possible that you had all three fascists all, like, all three times? Yeah, probably. But it's not you start getting that feeling. And also the way people vote. Like, It's just statistics. Super late in the game, that last game we played, I, like, within the last two turns, just the way Adina voted both times, <laughs> I, like, immediately, like, thought she was a fascist and she was because she wasn't, like, voting yes anymore. She was, like, what? voting no to the specific, like, liberal people.
2: I called it out like gotcha. 100% when she didn't kill Tyler immediately. I was like he's a fascist. We know that. Kill him. It's 50/50 at that point that he's either Hitler or not. Yeah. <laughs> so if you know 100% certainty well, that there's it's a not fascist. 50/50. It is 100% it's 50/50, 50/50. 50/50. No, it's not. No, it's yeah, not. is he Hitler?
1: No, yes. this is your dumb. Or this is your no. probability logic <laughs> that you always use. Fifty-fifty. He is or he isn't. In real probability, it's not fifty-fifty. But I see what you mean. It's more probable than anybody I, else at She asked me, table.
0: and I said, "I if I if you know I my my um, fuck that was a that was bad. I just like Pause. lost all my <laughs> lost all my uh, skills with my with my tongue." Um, she asked me my opinion, abilities. and I told her I wouldn't kill Tyler in that situation.
2: B-8, well, and I remember your logic, and it was sound. Because we know who he is, and we never would elect him as a chancellor. Yeah, I
0: would love to just play the game, knowing who a fascist is, and take my chance with somebody else.
1: Yeah, I agreed with that. I think the downfall of that is the only way the liberals can win. Then is to get their policies, and there's a chance that like the fascists just outrace you, you know, right in the li- in the policy game. Wait, why or is wild why is the
0: only ch- the only way the liberals can win is doing policies?
2: If you don't, well, kill because
0: Hitler. if Tyler's Hitler. Oh, if, if he's Hitler, Hitler in that yeah, situation, yeah. If you're not
2: going to kill Tyler, which there's a 50-50 chance he's Hitler,
0: <laughs> then no, you can kill him later. I just say for that <laughs> time. You...
2: What? See, and this is what I'm saying. That's because a fascist more of mindset. The game,
0: like more of the game. Well, oh, let's keep him
2: around. He might be useful. AJ must be a no, fascist. Kill that bitch. Kill him dead.
1: <laughs> um, I formally right. execute uh,
2: the fascist in that situation. Let's
1: talk. A, let's talk. A little bit of strategy around... I think the only other place that there's some strategy to discuss, personally, is for the fascists themselves. I think they have it the hardest, to be honest. I think they have the most decisions to be making. Liberals just do liberal shit. Hitler just acts like a liberal. He doesn't even know who his fascists are. So he just joins the liberals and just plays their game and hopes that he gets voted in by one of his fascists. So... I think the fascists it's it actually falls to them to do something about it, you know, and
0: I and, agree. I think you have to you have to not only present yourself as a liberal, but you have to be one of the strongest voices for your other fascist teammate and why they're a liberal. Because your goal obviously is for the two of you to be elected at the same time. Like that's the golden like that's the that's the perfect thing. Is but you can't from the beginning. You can't just like, oh, I'm, you know, I got voted as president. I'll pick Robbie again. You know, I know fourth time. Like we just, I know it's weird. Gets it gets obvious, but to be able to exactly not only give the the perception of yourself being a liberal, but it's important to like make your partner look good so that the two of you can be strong the whole time.
2: And part of that strategy when you're a fascist. So here's a scenario for you. Like, do you like to try to be uh, – <clears throat> let's call it like a – I I don't, I guess I don't know how you would call it, but, but either an aggressive or a conservative. Like, are you the kind of person who's going to try to uh, speculate that known liberals are fascists with your actions, or are you the kind to just definitely pose the liberal front? So case in point, you're handed by somebody you know is a liberal – a liberal because and a you, fascist this,
1: in this scenario, you're describing you're a fascist? You're a chancellor. You're...
2: you're the chancellor and you're a fascist. Okay? okay. In this scenario. So the president that you know is a liberal gives you one of each, a fascist and a liberal policy. Are you the kind of person that's aggressive, that enacts the fascist policy and goes on speculation that the president is in fact a fascist and they gave that to you? Or are you the kind that will... Push through a liberal policy, knowing that you either have to convince them one way or you leave yourself open pretty handedly.
1: See, I think there's no situation where someone hands you a liberal and a fascist policy. You like you have to be ready to lie if
0: you're going to do the fascist policy.
2: That's what I mean. Like, what do you find yourself? Do you do you think that but you you, do 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 fascist
0: and lie, or do you liberal and lie? Right. Tell the truth. Like
2: do you push through a liberal one and and tell the truth? I think that totally de-
0: that totally depends on the game. I mean, if I'm a fascist right. and we're winning 3 to 1 and I think the tables could turn right now of like whether or not everyone's going to assume I'm a fascist, like I'll then I'll put forth a liberal. Um right. And try to play it up, try to like really play it up like I did the right thing and all this stuff when you know you have one to burn. But if you're losing like four to one then obviously you just can't afford that liberal like you have to go aggressive at that point
1: so here's my question let me just make sure i understand sure we're all on the same page so aggressive in that situation is you play the fascist card and then you lie and say that the person gave you two yeah. fascist cards basically right? yep you're you're your, your like tactic you, that's then your only is, choice yeah yes is you're,
2: at that point you have to then play the president is a fascist at that point
0: right in that situation as the fascist chancellor, you're just trying to con- you're just trying to convince everyone that that, that the- liberal that you know is a liberal, you're trying to make them all think he's a fascist to get sort of exactly
2: right. Yeah. That's that's your move. At that point, you're being aggressive and that's your only move. Like yeah, so that's you know, your no, question
0: ultimately, that. Josh.
1: You're saying, Do you lean would you would you do that or would you just play the liberal and be like, Yeah, yeah I chose the liberal, right. I'm a liberal.
2: And I'm definitely on that strategy. I would choose I choose the liberal. Like I'm like, no. Like I can't I'm not gonna sit here and fight about it. I don't I don't trust I could win. So, so I I typically but again it, there's obviously that one scenario, it's late in the game. I'm not gonna pick the liberal one to make us lose. But yeah. For sure. I
1: can say I can say and so in my like third five person game, which was like my third game total, everything was kinda like working out normally, you know, everybody was like trying to be liberal, whatever. All of a sudden, Kin... Um, handed me a liberal and a fascist and I played the or no he handed me two fascist cards and I had to play one as the chancellor and they asked me what I had and I said I had two fascists and Kin was like no you didn't I gave you a liberal and a fascist and that was the most interesting thing that ever happened that <laughs> entire night and I was like what the fuck I absolutely <laughs> not you definitely gave me two liberal cards and he was like no I didn't and so I know Kin is lying Kin knows he is lying and he—that's a risk. He sacrificed me as being someone who knows who he is. Why did Ken but have? I, did Ken I have an convince, idea
0: of who you were?
1: He—I mean, he was a fascist, so he knew I was yeah, a liberal. So he oh, realized. so
0: he—he so he was a fascist and knew you were liberal. Gotcha.
1: Yep, exactly. So he just sewed, and then everybody else is like, "Who do we believe?" You know, like we got to believe one of them. One of them is lying. One of them is telling the truth. And there's zero way to know which is which without just reading the person. You know. And so that was like, so going back to your question, Josh, it's super fun when somebody goes that route because then right. then it's a game. Wildcard. And then it's like a, yep, it's like a on purpose wild card. It's pretty fun.
2: I like sometimes the accidental wild cards. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the accidental wild cards
2: are, they're tough. Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> yeah. well, I didn't want them to know I was a liberal. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh God. well, mission accomplished. We just fucking <laughs> lost. <laughs> so. Um, uh, good
1: job. All right, let's let's move on, shall we? Are we good to move on? I think so. We feel I good about that. So. Yeah, I think we let's, let's do. It. Well, let's dive into whether you should be drinking or not. I'm gonna start with um, Josh. I'm gonna go. Let's just do a quick yes mm-hmm. or no. Yes or no. Yes. AJ. Ooh.
0: I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say, yes. You made me. You made me say no without a caveat. I'm just saying. I said no because you made me. Well, say Well, we're no. gonna so discuss, yes no obviously. Question, but, but yeah, we're caveats. gonna discuss. I mean, I will always uh, since, choose to be drinking. Since,
1: since the yas outnumbers the nines, let's go ahead and hear from the nines first. AJ, tell okay. us about it.
2: So I think counterintuitive.
0: I think if uh, if you're a liberal then obviously then you can drink all you want. You just you don't have to worry about anything. You just like you're trying to figure out who people are. Maybe there's a little bit of information you need to keep in your head about remembering how a certain person acted or whatever, but for the most part you play it straight and you're fine. But say you are a first or second time player who is a fascist and you're like pretty drunk. Like I just do not see that going well at all. So I think there's, I think there's one role you can have where it's a yes, one role you can have that's a no. But if you're gonna push me to say yes or no in general, I'm just gonna say no because who knows who you'll get.
1: Rebuttal and anybody, I gotta.
2: I, I got Why don't you just rebuttal <laughs> instead of asking? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing host right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you why you're wrong. Okay. And okay, Josh, tell us with, about it. It's so much fun to drink and play this game because I agree with that. It doesn't. It doesn't it doesn't really matter like a lot of time it's about deception and you could be drunk and just make no sense and everybody can play it off as he's wasted nobody knows what he's talking about mm. he voted with his beer
0: i don't know i don't buy that
2: well you don't it's my strategy all right get drunk <laughs> and make irrational decisions i mean you I, couldn't I josh agreed. i'm
0: telling you right now you couldn't be drunk enough that I could be playing this game with you, and I would just like not pay attention to your decisions <laughs> and pass it off to like you being drunk. Like you're way too good at shit like this. That like if you were drinking and you slipped up, I would think you really slipped up, and I could I could pinpoint some shit.
2: Yeah, but I think
1: Let's let's fun. answer that question. Do you think that j- if Josh was hammered, well, Josh hammered does a lot of weird stuff. Let's go one step under hammered. If Josh were one step under hammered, do you think you could? You think you would slip up?
0: I think that's a very specific question about well, Josh. it is, yeah. I, I just want to know about I Josh. I think Josh is, is not, I think Josh is, is not. I don't
2: think I would slip up.
0: I think Josh is better than you. most and yeah, I agree. I don't know that I think Josh would slip up. Okay. I don't I think agree. I would, I, think would either. Think, either. I would No, I don't
1: think you would. I don't would know, know if either I, don't know Wait, if I do I you think
0: I would Save us. a
2: rough comment about opening my eyes early and can we get going everybody? <laughs> I was going to call you out on that, but I decided Other than that,
1: I'm going to pass that off to the first time first time first time playing
0: right but. i think if adina uh, the, the, without without like calling a adina out twice in the same episode i think if adina was wasted i think she could not possibly help like some of her like um like minor like comments how like when she first sees her card for the first time like the first time we played she was like ugh really and or you know whatever i think she i think she could get drunk enough where she couldn't like she couldn't be disciplined enough to hide some of that stuff so that's an example i can think of where it would affect like a a huge part i don't know that the three of us specifically are good examples okay
1: all right that comment right there actually kind of changes my mind a little bit because i'm thinking of first time ever me specifically (laughs) no man you've changed my mind a couple of times i don't remember yeah probably didn't happen but i mean yeah no i think uh for me personally because what you said like the whole the whole thing about this game is you just have to act liberal and so when you're drunk you just like you just rely on that it's not like you have to change your strategy depending on what card you got and so you like it's safe to get drunk as long as you stay with that anchor of like i just have to pretend that i got a liberal card
0: I think that situations... Like that's really all I have to there do. There are situations that can arise that get pretty... They get a lot more complicated than that. They can get For more example? complicated than that. Well, Adina was telling me that one of the games she was fascist, that they could have won like three or four turns before where whoever was president could have possibly voted Santana as chancellor and she was Hitler. And there was already three policies enacted. Right. And it was Adina's opinion... That nobody was, like, on to Santana yet. And Santana was a legal choice. She hadn't been voted before. And whoever it was, like, just decided not to go with Santana. They just picked someone else. And it ended up fine. And they won three turns later. But it was, like, that's a, that's a pretty, like, deep thing to sort of, like, keep in mind for her to be, like.
1: So as a, as a fascist, you have to think that out. And you have to think, like, I need to vote for Santana because she's Hitler right now, but I don't want to give that away. Right.
2: And so I, you have to be able to so right or wrong,
0: it's just like that's a little deeper. That's a little more of a deep scenario to be thinking about than just, like, right. I need to act liberal all the time.
2: And I think I know exactly – I mean, I know exactly the scenario you were talking about. And I'm pretty sure I had a chance to um,
0: I think she said, correct it could have been you.
2: Yeah, well, it could have been, but it might have happened twice. But one time, I know I had a chance, but I had just been, like, called a fascist, and I think I was voted down, like, the turn before or something. So I was like, well, I don't want to... I had... She was my chancellor the last time I was president. Right. So that played into my mind, like, well, I got her last time. We did a fascist policy. Yeah. Like, this time, even though if we were elected, there was just so much... People talking crap about it that i was like well i'll just try for somebody else and try to give them two fascists if we can so that's perfect
0: so that's a great example of where like your thought process there was way deeper than all i need to do is act like a liberal i can be like super right
2: i'll just call santana if they don't vote us whatever right (laughs) (laughs)
0: so the so it sounds like
1: okay yeah i mean it sounds like describing exactly what you were saying aj of like there are certain roles. If you're a liberal, you just get to be drunk and who gives a shit. But if you're a fascist, then you have some decisions to make at strategic times. Sure. And that can become difficult if you're inebriated. Yeah. Okay, I can I can agree with that.
2: All right, right. so we should definitely get drunk and play this game. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I definitely, you know, when we talked about, I think we referenced Secret Hitler, like you referenced, because I've never played it before. But you referenced like, Secret Hitler as being a game that you
0: definitely don't want to be drunk on.
1: And I, I would, I would lighten that up a little bit. I would too.
0: Because I would too. I, I mean, I, you can. I'll let you finish. <laughs> but I definitely said that not <laughs> having played for years. Now that we've played a few times recently, say. I definitely would backtrack on that.
1: Well, and we haven't said this yet, but this is way more of a party game than I thought it was going to be. Like it's, it's less of a strategy game and more of a party game because. Right. Well, I keep, like, beating a dead horse about how you can't actually come to any, like, full conclusions. But that's, I think, what makes it a party game. It's just a fun time until somebody wins, and then you start over. Like, that's, yeah at, the, at, a, at a basic level, that's kind of, like, all that's happening.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
2: I think we should address the elephant in the room, and it's this dead horse we keep beating week after week on these podcasts. Yeah. I think we, we should do. get rid of the dead horse and just maybe quit beating it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> By like episode ten, we're gonna be really good at not repeating ourselves. Yeah,
2: right. Until then, um,
1: all right. I think <laughs> the best strategy is there's really no conclusion you can come to.
2: Right, cult is um, really really hard, but it's fun. It's, it's really really fun. It's just so
0: when you're <laughs> it's a, good when game, you're a guys. new player, you just
1: again though again that, that was, that <laughs> I know. that's how that's I a tough If again. you have
0: to begin your sentence with the word again it's a bad then don't just don't right, even just say stop it. yeah period again adults. period yeah
1: all right so speaking of this game being a party game this is kind of an interesting game that we've played you know in the past we've played games so far leading up to this episode where you can play with two people um and it was just like a pretty standard board game this is definitely a party game in the sense that you have to have five to ten people which is pretty, i mean it's pretty hard to find five people and that's the minimum number
0: it's, it's very hard in fact i have not quarantine been able to find five people during the quarantine um, process i've only ever played the two times i've played with you guys which was uh we multiple games of nine, 10 right? and then we've played eight and then i think we so one person left and we played a seven so i think i've never played a five I think I've played a 7, a few 8s, and a few 10s. So. so for all the listeners
1: out there, let's let's describe a couple of the differences before we dive into like pros and cons,
0: shall we? Yeah, why don't we uh, delegate that task <laughs> to Josh?
2: So like we said before, there's those three game boards. There's the five or six players, and that one's kind of fun. The president can then do the examine, the top three cards, and then they have the execution. There's the seven or eight player board. That one gives you the president going to investigate a player. The president gets to pick a player, and then they have their executions. And then the one, the nine or ten players, starts off right off the bat. The president can do two investigations. Then the president gets to pick a president, and then they have their executions. So the more people you have, the more power the president ultimately yields.
1: Then on top of that, there are two other factors that that are big differences in the game. Depending on so like a, I think it was AJ who said there are always more liberals than fascists, including Hitler. So for a five or six player game, there's always one fascist, one Hitler. So if it's five, then there are three three liberals. Right. If there are six, then there are four liberals. So. The, the ratio of liberals to fascists kind of can change depending on if it's an odd number or an even number. Right, but, all, um, but always
0: more liberals to balance out the fact that the fascists get to know who each other are.
1: And they always have like the commanding
0: vote Yeah, right. if they
1: knew who each other were, but they don't get to know. So exactly the, the last thing that makes the game really, really different is if you're a five or six player game, um, then Hitler and the, the fascists, they get to know who each other are. So when you do the heads-up, seven-up situation, and everybody looks around to see the fascists, Hitler is included in that. If you get above, so seven or above, Hitler doesn't get to know who the fascists are. But fascists get to know who Hitler are and who each other are. And so that's the difference between a five and six versus a seven through ten.
0: Do the three of us, is there any difference in opinion of... About which way is more fun i josh mentioned his i also agree that i think it gets more fun the more people there are robbie do you have a a counter to that or
1: no we can we can accept that i think the five or six people is like in in other games that are best played with four people where they come up with like fun modifications so that you can play with two people yeah i agree that's like that's the five or six person version in my opinion True. cool I, i do think five or six people is harder as hitler it makes like Hitler is easier in the in the higher numbers, in my right. opinion, because be, he's not a fascist. He's he's Hitler, and he doesn't get to know. He just gets to play liberal. Whereas in the five or six player game, he has to take that active role as a fascist.
2: It's fun. I think it really plays in very well to kind of our first ever fan question. Maybe we can get into that. Yeah, let's. Yeah, tell us about let's it. Do let's it.
1: jump in.
0: We finally had Who's a fan ask us a question. This is
2: um, this is from. A real unknown, kind of coming out the woodworks. Yeah, all the way uh, from uh, Vegas, Nevada. Rory J. Lucero. And his question is, being that we are uh, historically fans of making up our own kind of rules to games to either break up a mundane or add a different element to a game, what would be one rule that you could see adding to this game... To change it up a little, like your own personal kind of fun rule that you would do. I think uh, we should start with Robbie. Yeah, I was uh, definitely going to throw it to Robbie.
1: Oh, okay. I think the rule, the of the fact that there are more liberals than fascists at all times, I think could be kind of, I could be kind of interesting to just mix that up a little bit. And I'm not sure what my opinion is on on how to mix that up exactly. Whether it's random, whether you just like take the Hitler card shuffle everybody else up and pull out the, pull out however many people there are. Or if you just make it so it's even or whatever, um, but I think adding in a few more fascists could make the game kind of interesting. Like maybe I give them the definitely. majority even, just flip that.
0: I think, but but you're saying, but also keep the fact that the fascists get to know who each other are?
1: Yep, I'm oh. saying keep everything else the same.
0: How would that game not end in like four fascists. minutes? Because also there it are might... more fascist cards than liberal cards.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, the deck Wouldn't is that stacked just end in so favor quickly? for that for that one reason, but it could be uh, fun or... Yeah.
0: What if, what if you had a secret fascist? What okay, if, let's keep going with this because oh, I just made cool. this up a second now, ago. See, now now you're talking about okay. language. That'd be cool.
2: This kind of plays into my answer on this, which I thought would be cool, would be having one player that's a spy and they're secretly a liberal, but they get to identify as a fascist and the Ooh. one rule of that is they can't call out any of the other fascists and the other fascists don't know that they're a spy. That's cool. So you would have one spy that knows who the fascists are but can't say anything about it. And the other fascists think that they're also a fascist. So you have to A, play yourself off as a fascist to the other fascists. But you have to come across as a liberal for the game. That's pretty awesome. I think that'd be so co- basically, I like that
0: what, you, what like in very broad strokes, you're saying like add a speci- – like right now it's so liberals, fascists, and a specific character that is Hitler. And you're wanting to add – another specific character right so you would actually a spy. so you would actually
2: a liberal get, spy your party membership would be a fascist card but your secret role would be a liberal and oh, then see, you, would, gonna, you would you would i thought you were spy. saying the other way no no i'm saying you would show so then if somebody a president wanted to ask for your in all aspects of the game, besides the finish, you're a fascist. So if they ask for your party membership, you give them a fascist right. party membership. You're 100% playing a fascist, but you're trying to get the liberal party to win. Gotcha. So you know who the fascists are. You're playing That's awesome. yourself off, but your secret role is a liberal. Which so there's is kind of how I thought it it's worked. It's like there's, to begin
0: one liberal, there's one liberal who gets to know who all the fascists who are. Who
2: all the fascists are, but they can't exactly tell like they can't tell that like because I, right. I would say then if the fascists killed the spy that would kind of be like the liberals killing Hitler right so if you have a well, fascist president and they secretly killed the spy that'd be kind of fun this is this
1: is interesting man I think that's such a <laughs> cool rule I I'm just trying to like think of of different variations I, I don't know that I would want Them to have a fascist card, you know. I think I'd maybe want them to be to a hold liberal a liberal card. card, like, like the <clears throat> fascist could that could be a motivation for a fat like fascists know who everybody is, and so if they're a president, like they pretty much waste that like well, presidential ability. So maybe that could be an opportunity for them to be like, Josh opened his eyes, but I have a hunch that he's the spy, and so I'm gonna like use my presidential ability to decide if he's a spy, which would only work if you had a liberal card so so just, I'm saying, so
0: just to verify what you're saying is you have a you are a liberal you have a liberal card but if you're the spy or I'm sorry you you are the spy that's your identity you have uh-huh. a liberal party membership yep. but as the spy you are allowed to open your eyes with the fascists. Exactly. that's the only difference exactly
1: yeah yeah i like that hmm. <clears throat> and i think i think take away any any like regulation on what they can do like it I don't think it I think letting the spy say like I'm the spy. I'm the spy and I saw his eyes, you know? They could be you could be lying in that. And so Interesting. Why not let them say that? A fascist could say that. That's a great I'm the one. spy. I, a really great I fucking <laughs> saw his eyes. I mean
2: I just I'm just like <laughs> pulling off of like uh cinema classics like the departed. Where, I mean, deep, I'm talking deep undercover spy where the police think that you're a hooligan. Yeah. A Southeast Bronxy. Pop, pop. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I almost said pirate. Because <laughs> the shipping off to Boston. Oh,
0: right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. i like this i like this rule josh that's that's what i was thinking like you're kind of like so so
2: for all intents and purposes except for your secret role that nobody ever sees everybody thinks you're a fascist fascists would the liberals would if they asked to see your card everybody would think you're a fascist except for you and knowing that you know at that point you know who hitler is and you know who the fascists are yeah, that's but you can't prove I it to anybody because there if there they ask sure. to see your card, you have to show them a fascist card. And the only saving grace you have is that your secret identity is you're a liberal. And at the end of the I game, that, you could either
0: – what? You know, okay, so what just, – just the way the game plays out, what would be the downside to right away being like I'm the spy and Adina and Courtney are the fascists and – you know, like Vanessa's Hitler, just saying it out loud.
2: Like, what? That's that's what I would say. Like, there would. What be would no you downside. like? What would
0: your downside be? Like, you could just blow the top off that's the why whole I wouldn't thing. Want to do that. It would have to be illegal to do that. I think.
1: Well, they, that's what Josh said. That would be their rule: is they couldn't do that.
0: I think a cool rule would be if you ever publicly, if as the spy you ever publicly call out a fascist it's immediately an assassination toward you like you immediately die it's like a self it's like a self-sacrifice yeah yeah so you so as a spy and like like think of josh's cinematic universe if uh if leo <laughs> ever like made himself known to the other bad guys in their midst like they would just kill him immediately so that would be sort of like a, a rule you could create somehow is like you're, you're – as the spy, you're so afraid of death from the other fascists that you would never give them up. So maybe in the context of the rules of this game, if you ever publicly gave up a fascist, that's immediately like you just like immediately are killed.
2: I and, like it.
1: and at that point, at that time, you, you might sacrifice the majority rule at that point. Right, if it's an odd numbered game, right? Does it
2: go two two at that point? If you're like a fivesum, yeah. If you're dropping on five stack,
1: so you're you're set. You're risking that. That's cool. I like it. I do too. AJ, do you have a better one, or should we I just don't. move on?
0: I, I think we should move on. I think um, <laughs> good job, Rory. I had a thought. Good question, Mister Lucero. <clears throat> and I don't yeah. actually have a way to solve this, but I think that it would be cool if there was a way so that a brand new player could just be a liberal to start the game. I think it's so hard to be a fascist and it's so hard to be Hitler. If you've never played before and your head is swimming with like how to play this game. I it's, I don't think I've ever played a game where a brand new player was one of those two and they were good at the game. I think it takes some playing and I think you would just be so helpful if as a new player, you could be, you could like guarantee liberal but i understand there's like a lot of pitfalls there I, like there's a lot of issues yeah, yeah. and so i mean i wouldn't I, even I don't know how to do it but i think it would be cool if a new player didn't have to be hitler on their first turn
2: i think hitler's kind of hard but i i mean i think if you go into the game again with this like one tiny aspect of knowing that you always want to pretend to be liberal no matter what you want to make lib- uh, that one caveat Makes it so much easier to digest on either side. It's just like, just yeah, act it like does. a liberal. It and totally hope, does. Hope that you're putting in, put, that the game puts you in a position that you get to make fascist decisions based on just the fact that that's what I was given. Like, uh, like just yeah. hoping on that little bit of luck. I don't think it's super hard to be a fascist to play this game to start. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Like it would I be cool. it's the most fun. complicated more, like, it's role more for, it's right.
0: more for like the history of how I've seen it play out. Like when I played with the family, like years ago, when I played with um, Robbie last Thursday, when I played with you guys, every single first game, when a first player was Hitler, like they fucked it up or, a fa- <laughs> or a fascist for that matter. Right. Like Oh yeah. When <laughs> a first player was fascist, they fucked it up. When Santana was a fascist or when Santana was Hitler, her first round, she fucked it up. And then like, Immediately after, in the second game, she was good at it, like really good, and right. like all the way to the next day when she was like really like one of the best players. But everyone fucks up so hard their first time that it just—I feel like maybe there's a way to like skirt it, but I don't know. I I don't have any good ideas. It's more but just I like I think- thought.
1: I think the saving grace in that is that one, it's kind of a short game. Yeah, so that's I, true. I think in every in every I'm session I've played, I've never played less than three games in like a night. Yeah, like when you sit right. down to play, so you get to get that one out of the way, um, and then you and then everybody's good at it. I think maybe the the key thing to keep in mind if you're playing this game for the first time ever is that your first game is likely a throwaway game
0: yeah the, if you, if the fun part is people. is like every time anyone has fucked it up in their first turn it's always been hilarious and so hopefully That's everyone true. just has fun with it you know it's like you laugh at right them, you learn a little make bit. fun of them a little and just like get through like it, when, and then when
1: santana was like no i threw away a fascist card <laughs> what
0: <laughs> right. did she do did she just, was she so did? honest right away and we we're like yeah. wait why would you say that She's i like, think
1: courtney did the same thing yeah yeah
2: no i gave I him got- one of each I gave him one of
0: each. I threw away a liberal,
2: and I got rid of a liberal. There was one game. Why would you do that, Josh? You don't went, know why I would do that, Courtney. That's like you don't even know.
0: There was a game, Josh, when Courtney whispered to you, like,
2: "Can't I fib right now?" She like whispered,
0: thinking <laughs> she I couldn't lie? be heard. Yeah, and I kept saying, like, "They can hear me." Like, you. I got a really good it, mic. It like, was so stop funny.
2: saying stuff like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. See, that makes it's all part of the game. Like it's that makes fun. it fun it's in a definitely way. Definitely fun. Yeah. It does.
2: You get to
1: laugh at somebody. Somebody, I mean, it sucks because if you're competitive at all, I mean, if you're competitive at all, then you probably aren't that person. You probably like knew the rules. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to fuck it up the first time. But if you're not competitive, then you're just like having a good time and you're like, I just yeah, I fucked it up. Like, oops. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, AJ, what's your question? All right. Um, I think my, uh, my question, I think, has been mostly answered throughout the course of the podcast, but I'll just... Uh, Ask it quickly. Do you guys have more fun in the process of lying and maintaining your character, or in trying to figure out other people's characters? Like, what? What between those two? What aspect is more fun for you?
2: I'm a step up. I definitely like lying more and defending myself. Like, uh, definitely pushing, like pointing speculation elsewhere (laughs) i think that's way more fun deflecting yeah deflecting is and like just yeah i'm definitely a liberal definitely
0: robbie i i just based on your answers in previous games and just the way you your mind works with board games i think you're going to take the the other road there am i correct
1: uh yeah I would have, I mean, I was Hitler the other night and I was literally like shaking the whole time because <laughs> I was like,
0: don't fuck this up. <laughs> well, just based on I guess part of my like w- the reason I said it is when you talked about Jaws last episode. Josh and I were both like, we love being the shark. It's really fun to try to, like, fuck with everyone and, like, move around. And you were like, I love being the crew. Like, I love just, like, having that camaraderie and just figuring out, like, where the shark is. And that kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, this, you know, being the liberals and figuring it out. I I do lean towards that other side of being the liberal is more
1: fun because I don't have to worry about anything. I'm just trying to figure out who's who. I think it's really interesting because the very first time I played this game, I was Hitler and the next time i was a liberal um and i don't think i've ever been a fascist but being a liberal it was like freeing the first time i was i was hitler i was like playing it cool i understood the game so i knew i like couldn't give myself away whatever but when i was a liberal it was like so freeing and i was like no guys i am a liberal (laughs) like i i am a liberal all right like just (laughs) that's it done end of story i'm a liberal um, I got to see Tyler's card as president. He was a liberal, and I was like, "Tyler's a liberal. I'm a liberal. Tyler's a liberal. We're both liberals. Everyone can trust us." And I just <laughs> wanted everyone to like take my word for it. Um, and it totally backfired. They were like, "This guy's acting like so strange. I he's definitely not a liberal. Right. And that means yeah. Tyler's not a liberal right. because why would he say he's a liberal if he was, you know, right. unless he was a fascist." So it like pigeonholed Tyler and I. So it's like a delicate game. Like, it's not a free, you're not out. You're not like, it's like a free game to just like do what you want. As a liberal, um, you're saying? Like, it's, yeah, it doesn't make it easy. No, you still have to, I mean, you still have to play the game. And you can't get over, you can't get overconfident just because you're a liberal. Yes. To, that everybody's right. just going to trust you. Yeah, you
0: just you know? don't have to lie. But it doesn't mean it's like you're going to win. Like, people will just still not trust you no matter right.
2: what. Doubt right. is always there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yes, i I do enjoy the like deduction side of the game, but I get frustrated with the fact that there's no there's no concrete conclusion. Gotcha. Nice. good answer.
2: All right, Robbie, what what question do you got?
1: Do you think there's any way to actually deduce who a fascist or Hitler is really at the end of the day?
2: Not a hundred, but <clears throat> you can obviously find out who a fascist is for yourself with the presidential action. But there again, do you think that even if you knew a hundred percent that you're able to convince, ev- I think the more pertinent thing is even yeah. if you know, do you feel confident that you can convince everybody else? Cause I don't, I mean,
0: that's a great, that, that exact thing happened to me this last game. Like I, Robbie, you mentioned like Rory after his like debacle with Tyler, like he ended up convincing you at the end that entire game. I was like, I was on Rory for either a fascist or Hitler. Like I was like 80, 85% sure. And then about halfway through the game, I was like really sure Vanessa was one of the fascists. And I was so vocal about it. I I like could not have been more vocal about it. I was like, I was telling people to vote no on them. I was telling people Vanessa was a fascist. I was telling people Rory was. I was so vocal and they won anyway. Like nobody really bought that in. Like it just it didn't really matter because I couldn't convince right. anyone, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, in that in that moment, you you risk. I mean, that's what Hitler would do: is try to convince that two other people are like t- fascists, you know, or Hitler, right. so that you can, you can look trustworthy.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. So yeah, okay. I, I don't think there is a way to tell, but even then, if you can tell, I think it's harder. I <laughs> Get the harder part is to convince other people. So it really, even if you can, yeah there's there's not a foolproof method but there's also a very skewed method on how you actually present that to the rest of the group so
1: yeah that's that that makes sense that's interesting um josh what's your question
2: um it's just gonna delve into maybe semantics but we are the board game social club as as most of you know do you would you consider this a board game
0: i have a very quick answer so i'll I'll just do it. I'll just do it uh before you rub. Um okay. I think this is a I would I would categorize this as a hybrid game between a party game and a board game. I don't think it's legit a party game. Like Cards Against Humanity is a party game or Scategories right. is a party game. I think there is a board game aspect to this. Do I think it's 100% a board game? No. So I think my answer is I think it's a I think it's a pretty good 50-50 hybrid between a party game and a board game.
2: And so your board game aspect is more just that there is a board that you basically tally a score on. It's like a scoreboard. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's fair.
1: I don't think I have any different opinion. I think it's a board. It has boards. So it is a board game. But <laughs> uh, the, the game plays out vocally, you know, right. verbally <clears throat> things happen. It's not like you're moving pieces around a board to try to like accomplish a goal.
2: Okay, and I think I'll go into the question with kind of a little more... So, <clears throat> I think the aspect of this game that definitely lends into it being a board game is that the board itself actually has different playing aspects that play into the game. So, it's not... I mean, I, I did call it just, you know, a, a scoreboard, essentially. But the different boards do bring different... Uh, characteristics and different aspects into the gameplay. So like you the do, president, presidential right, the abilities. Presidential roles, or not the roles, yeah, the abilities. I mean, they are a part of the game, so you do get to a different part of the board, and it does trigger a different action. So the board actually does play a role in the game. So again, that's kind of... I mean, just to play the devil's advocate, I asked that question, if it's a board game. But I think, I think it would Categorize or fall under it because of the fact that the board itself does play into the game.
1: Nice. All right, let's uh let's jump into ratings. Let's get into this. All right, I'm gonna start and I'm gonna talk about the rules and playability. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna give this game. (laughs) I'm gonna give this game an eight, and here's why. Okay, I think the game is super easy to learn. I think it's really easy to play. Two. And I think it's decently easy to master. I don't think it's the easiest. Um, which I would actually say is kind of low on my rating scale. I think easier, I think I want games that are a little bit more difficult to master uh, because it just keeps them them fun for longer. But this one's not like perfect. There's really no way, like you could be the best liar in the world and you still are, people might not believe you. So um, it's not the easiest to master, but it's also not the hardest. There's really like one strategy, be a liberal, and that can become easier over time. Um, and then my last reason I'm giving it an eight, I'm taking a point away because, um, I think the way the game plays is not really that realistic to real life. I think the rules and stuff are super fun and I get like the analogy to go along with the, the, you know, a secret Hitler and voting in the Hitler as chancellor and all that stuff. But like. You have three policies to choose from. You eliminate one. You pass them to the chancellor. That's like not that. That's not real life. You know what I mean? So I'm taking a point away for that. All right. Um, so I give it an eight. Hey Josh, tell us about the replayability. I think it's a
2: very replayable game. If you have five players, I'd absolutely play this game. So on replayability, nothing about it is difficult or uh, obtrusive to playing multiple times. And uh, we have talked about that we've all played it. You play it three or four times because it's so fast to play. So on replayability, I think it definitely falls into a ten. A tan. ten. A ten. A ten. A ten. Definitely replayable. Nice. Definitely. AJ, strategy. How do you feel about it?
1: Give us a number.
0: I feel good about and it. And a reason. I th- I think. And um, a breakdown. I really like. I really like Robbie. What you did with the with the different. Uh, Specific breakdowns, I may have to um, adopt a similar strategy in the coming episodes, but based on uh, the way I've done it in the past, and I'll use my favorite word during this part in the podcast, I will caveat <laughs> this uh, this rating by saying this is definitely a party game and not a a traditional strategy type board game. So to rank this a... 10 versus like cult being a 10 is just really hard to do and it just doesn't make sense and it's it's just really weird so but taking this for what it is in its own you know for its own situation and not trying to compare it i really love some of the minute strategy details that can go into this not necessarily just the base strategy of like hey try to be a liberal all the time I feel like once you've played once, you master that, but then it comes down to a lot of different, like very small details, especially if you're a fascist. I think all of those are very fun. I think the strategy on this game is very fun. And I'm gonna give it an eight. Nice. Which brings us Let's... to Josh. Eight
2: point six repeating, of course. Great. I think that's a that's think that's pretty, an accurate, think it's pretty accurate. Accurate rating? I think so too. I think in some communities it might not go over very well.
0: I think that's true, and I also think that might be true of most all board games <laughs> so you're so like worthless statement but I no saying. no I think do, no, you, I, do you? I just I genuinely agree with you I think it's a it's kind of a party game for people who don't like party games <laughs> like we've all kind of stated how we're like you know like cards against humanity is fun. Like it was fun and it's kind of fun, but like we're pretty done with it. You know, it's just like not for us. This is like a party game for people who really like strategy games. So it's really cool in that way. I agree with that. What part
2: of what part of this game does the name (laughs) play into your thought process? Do you have any? Do you feel offended at all? Do you feel like if you played this game with Perhaps a Jewish friend, or anything like that. That is there. Is there an opening or a chance that somebody could be offended playing this game?
0: Oh, there's a chance. Yeah, there's an opening for that. Yeah.
2: Do you feel? Yeah, like I mean, I what what like I mean, what part of this game is selling because it's called Secret Hitler and not like uh, I don't know, Dirty cocksucker or something like that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You you're saying like
0: yeah. how interesting like it's interesting that they chose a specific historical figure. I mean, that happens to murder on millions Amazon, of people.
2: Right, right. I think, and we've talked about it. It's a pretty, it's a pretty it's a controversial, controversial like game. a hot button topic. And some people definitely on the comments on Amazon are vocal about how how can you glorify and and I, I don't think any aspect of this game has anything to do with any of that so it, so again like it it definitely plays in secret hitler but do you feel like this game could benefit from a name change
1: it gives you the subject matter of like i'm i'm as a liberal trying to figure out who hitler is like it gives you a purpose i do not want hitler to come to power because He's right. an evil person right. and, and did all these atrocious things. Um, but the, I think where they have an argument is that someone is Hitler in the game. So you have to – if you're mm-hmm. Hitler, you got to take on this role of like I want to come to power. And I could see somebody having a little bit of a problem with that.
0: I think I like the fact that it it is a specific – like it, it pinpoints a specific character. If you had a game that was this exact game where it was just like – Good guys, bad guys, and, like, the ultimate bad guy. Like, that was the yeah. name of it. I don't know that it would play the same. I, I think it would just be – I think it adds to it that it gets a little specific. Now, did that need Played to be history. Hitler specifically? Um, I don't know. But there's lots of, like, are you offended when you watch, I don't know, World War Two movies where Hitler is a character in that movie? Like, that actor had to play Hitler. Like, are Joe you pissed Joe off rabbit. that he did that? Like, I'm not. I just, I guess it's a little weird that you chose to make a game out of it, but I personally don't take issue with it. I mean, your initial question, do you think there's, do you think there's like a window for someone to be offended? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. Totally.
1: Yeah. And and justifiably so. Yeah, totally. Right. What do you think, Josh, since you brought it up?
2: I, I just think that, I, I think that they could have gone a different way with it. I think it's kind of, tone deaf when that aspect of the game is very minute the fact that you're hitler or the fact that you might be a bad guy or you know spies like you could have gone a million different ways with it that you're not literally one of the worst people in history yeah (laughs) so it's just like again i can't um I can't because I'm not Jewish, or because like my family didn't have any of those problems. Like I can't imagine going to somebody's house and then randomly pulling this game out if I were Jewish, and then being Hitler and like try again. There's it's just such I think that's a, a really good point. It's yeah, that such is a, good point. a small aspect of this game. Yeah, like you're not you're not Hitler and like commanding armies and like doing all these intricate things that are very um definitive of who he was as a person (laughs) like it's such a small portion of it again i was just wondering because it was a hot button like it is a really really fun game to play
1: i think you bring up a good point though it's a it's not a game where you are commanding armies to do terrible things. It's a game of of you coming to power, right? As it, even if yeah. you're playing Hitler, it's like before. You're not it's like
0: before all that kind of right, right?
1: It, yeah, and so 1932. So I could see how they sat around the table when they made this game and were like, "Yeah, it's probably fine," but maybe they capitalized a little bit on on that the sort of the pop. Culturness of like everybody knows right, right, Hitler right. is a bad guy, right? And so, rather than creating like a, you have a bad guy and you have their henchmen that are trying to get this bad guy to power as the game, they just capitalize on the fact that everybody knows Hitler. And so maybe
0: that was maybe yeah.
1: that was a little bit in poor taste.
0: Just in this same light, just a little bit of fun that I found. If you go to secrethitler.com, there is a frequently asked questions section. And the last frequently asked question is, I don't think there's anything funny or cool about fascism. Who can I complain to? And their answer is President Donald J. Trump, 1600 <laughs> Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so just to remind you guys, our goal here is not necessarily to have some social commentary, even though that very- that's what comes up sometimes. Our goal here is to give you some experience with a game that you might not have picked up because maybe the name Secret Hitler turned you off from the game. And maybe through our description, you either have chosen to be more interested in it or maybe you don't ever want to play this game. Uh, so hopefully it kind of helped you decide one way or another. But a couple of ways that you can contact us if you are have some comments. Uh, maybe you want to weigh in on this Secret Hitler controversy a little bit. Or maybe you just want to ask us a question or comment on the game or or just get in contact with us somehow. You can direct message us through Facebook or Instagram. You can also email us at boardgamesocialclub at gmail.com. Send us your comments, send us your questions, send us your fan mail, whatever whatever you want. Our next game we're going to be tackling is a little game that a lot of you gamers have heard of. Even if you're not a gamer, you've definitely heard of this game. It's called Settlers of Catan, or just Catan, if you're, uh, if you're hip. If you're, not into um, so, brevity. <laughs> if you're into that whole brevity thing <laughs> uh, which we are clearly not i think we're hitting at 252 right now yeah so that's we've
2: been that's beating pretty this horse for an hour
1: <laughs> um but we are going to be looking for our next game to do after Catan. we don't have anything lined up yet We're going to have to sit down and try to figure that out. So if you have some games that you are interested in or you would like to hear us talk about or like to hear our take on it, or maybe you don't want to go out and spend the $50 to buy a new game and you want us to do it for you, uh, we would love to do that. So if you want to contact us with your game suggestions, that would be a great thing to email or send us a message on social media.
0: All right, guys, that's going to wrap up Secret Hitler. We're so glad you guys could join us we had a lot of fun doing this one this one's a little bit of a different game for us we usually stick to board games and this is a little more of a party game so it was really fun for us guys so thanks for joining us and uh we'll see you on the next one yeah we'll see you later
2: thanks for listening to the BGSE we'll see you next time at the tabletop bye now
1: i'm going to give it a two on the master scale because i think it's actually kind of hard to master
2: this Um, out of three (laughs) yes no it's 30 no i'm gonna add these up don't worry about these up okay he's got his own function so the highest Highest possible score is nine no there's four things no i have a fourth thing he's got worth one He's then got three (laughs) things that he's breaking it down to on a scale of three Four you, things. Okay. He's breaking them down you do, three you ways. Do what you want.
0: Go for it. Why
2: it's don't you just there.
0: do it out of ten and then average the four? It's fine. He's gonna be
2: fine. Keep going. No, I don't want to do that. He's that's already way up too many. to thirty-two.
1: Uh, if you do a ten, you have to come up with, like if is, is it a seven or an eight? That's too that's too nitty gritty. You have to have easy, medium, or hard.
2: Yeah, that's why he's got a three, that's a three. and a
1: two. Okay. Easy, medium, hard. All right. Thirty-two. Keep, go for it. All right, I'm gonna start over because I don't really want anyone else to hear that have to deal with this
0: bullshit. Okay. <laughs>
2: No. This This is is for us. This is perfect. Don't cut it, Robbie. Just (laughs) cut rating. Oh, you don't
0: want to be called out when it matters. I see what you're saying. I'm just
1: going to give a summary, okay? Number four. I'm going to give this. All right. And why
0: don't we do live shows, guys? I can't think of one reason why we don't.